Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk with our guy Casey Clark from the American Gaming Association right now here joining us on Bet MGM Tonight. Casey, thanks for giving us a couple minutes. How are you tonight? I'm great. Thanks for letting me have it on. Come on, guys. No, we are glad to have you. We're sitting back. We're watching the opening ceremony for the Olympics. So let's talk a little bit about the Olympics because I love the Olympics, and I'll bet on anything. Uh, Quentin, we're just trying to introduce him to the Olympics here. Um, 20 million Americans plan to bet on the Olympics. I find that a little hard to believe, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey. What? I'm American. I, I watched the Olympics. You don't have to put me on front street like that. Watch the Olympics. You told me you've never bet on the Olympics. Yeah, but that's not what you just said. Yeah, so we're trying to help you out here. Okay. Um, well, maybe maybe Quentin was just, he's waiting for it to be legal. So he was holding out exactly. for, for these games. Thank you. Exactly. I like him. He should probably be my new co-host. <laughs> there you go. We, we, we got, some, we got some, some spring cleaning to do around here. There you the go. Summer. I, can, I, can be, I can be angry at the Orioles beating the Nats, too. I'm good. See, we'll it's, do, it's, yeah. it's not that hard. Whatever. It's not that hard, Ryan. Yeah, we knew not to bet money on Patrick Corbin, but uh, we did it anyway. Oh. So, Casey, what, what what's going to be the most bet on sport? You know, I'm really looking forward to the swimming, to be quite honest this weekend what's going to be the most bet sport at the olympics this poll is kind of interesting because we go out to you know a couple thousand americans and just say what what are your plans and what do you plan to bet on and so that's where you end up with 20 million americans saying they're going to bet on it which was you know pretty surprising to me too to be honest with you but most the 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 thing that people are most excited to bet on is basketball uh and after that soccer probably not surprising some of the more international sports but um you know, followed by gymnastics and then track and field and swimming uh, coming in, kind of tied in the fourth. Casey, can I ask you about what's going on with Massachusetts and the sports betting bill that passed House? <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm glad you're not asking me about Texas or California, <laughs> uh, you know, or Florida. So, uh, look, I think Massachusetts has been really one of these states in Ohio, which is my home state, is one of them, too, that have continued to get in their own way about sports betting and, and leave, leave a lot of revenue on the table and leave sports bettors in those states stuck with the illegal market. And so uh, I think it's progress that something came out of the house today. Um, I don't know what the prospects really are, where it goes from here, but I'm certainly hopeful that, that Massachusetts and Ohio, which are really kind of the only two legislatures with anything pending at the moment, get over the line this year. But yeah, <laughs> I've been hopeful for that. I've been hopeful for that since 2018. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Yep, exactly. I just moved over here from Milwaukee, originally from Chicago. So as soon as I left Illinois, then it became legal and I was stuck in Milwaukee. So luckily I'm here in D.C., one of the 21 states where you could actually bet on this legally. So that's a good thing. Um, so like you said, 45% will bet on basketball. Uh, what else What else is uh, p- kind of popular as far as the Olympics to wager on? You know, because there's just so many different options, man. I mean, you got track and field, gymnastics. There's just so much to offer. Yeah, see, it's basketball and soccer and gymnastics and track and swimming. But, you know, I think one of the things that was interesting to us was with all the action that, that table tennis drew over the pandemic, wow, yeah. uh, it was actually pretty low. You know, I mean, it's about 10% of, of Americans who played the bet are going to bet on racket sports. But, you know, I, I think what, what this is a really good microcosm of how Americans bet, which is the more the people who are really interested in the Olympics are more likely to bet and the people who are 
you know, who don't plan to bet are would be more likely if it was legal. And so to get to the mass back to the Massachusetts point, if we want to give people opportunity to do this in a safe, legal way, let's give up, give them access to it close to home. Casey, is there any data that supports that the pandemic heightened or maybe uh, lowered the the want or the yearning to bet sports? Or is that just something I kind of made up in my head? I've, I've, for me, I'm just like, OK, I'm sitting around the couch. I'm bored. I want something that kind of wets my whistle a little bit more. Sports started slowly coming back during the pandemic, but more people are inside. Is there anything that kind of supports my theory that the pandemic kind of raised the stakes or raised the uh, the want to, to gamble? Well, I think a lot of people were looking for any kind of entertainment. Yeah. So certainly the opportunity was there when when sports started coming back. But even before that, when you had in some jurisdictions where you could bet on you know, high racing or you could bet on table tennis or, you know, you could bet on other things that were happening in other markets. Uh, You know, it was really a bright spot for the industry in a really hard year. So, I mean, the gambling industry really took a major hit last year with all the mandated closures and the the capacity restrictions. And so having the ability to, to, for people to get on their phone or, or, you know, or tablet or whatever and bet from their couch was, was a good way to, to help carry us through. And, Look, we also have seen tremendous growth, right? We were in the last time there was a summer game, there was one legal market in this country. And now there's, you know, over 30. So, you know, we've got we've come a long way. And that evolution continued throughout the pandemic, too, with states looking for any opportunity to drive revenue. So, you know, I think that we saw more states come online. You saw more Americans engaging in the legal market. And all of that is is good news for for those of us who love sports and, and like to bet on. So, you know, I'm looking looking this over, and 54% of American adults say they're interested in the Tokyo Olympics. 25% of those American adults that are uh, interested plan to wager on an event. So, you know, you said that that kind of surprised you a little bit, that 20 million Americas, Americans would plan to bet the Tokyo Olympics. Let me ask you a question. Um, you know, for you, like, what what's your personal interest as far as, you know, wagering in the Olympics? Is there a specific sport that you're really looking forward to yourself? Uh, it's a loaded question because I, this is when I'm supposed to pretend like I, I am excited about the Olympics right. in general, but, <laughs> right. I, you know, uh, but, but I, I will do that. Uh, no, I, look, I, I like, I like big international sports. So I think if I were going to bet, I'd look at basketball or soccer probably as, as something that would pique my interest. And for, for betting, those would be the ones I would be more interested in. I'm more comfortable betting on sports. I, I have some familiarity with, yeah. uh, and, but otherwise, you know, I think what's interesting about the Olympics is all of the, the different stories that come out of it that attract people to learn more about more sports. So who knows what's going to happen in four years or three years, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Off by the Tokyo 2020. I know. I know. Same here, man. And so what was interesting <laughs> was, um, so like where I grew up, I grew up in a small town outside of Chicago in Joliet, Illinois, and we're known for a prison. And then we have uh, two casinos and they opened up sports books. And then immediately after the books opened up, uh, the pandemic happened and there was, you know, everything was shut down, obviously, you know, and there wasn't a whole lot to bet on. I found myself betting on KBO baseball, like you said, table tennis uh-huh. have the books that, you know, opened up like some of these books where now it's obviously legal. Have they been able to catch up? You know, obviously we had the NCAA tournament, which probably helped. We had an NFL season, but I just, I wondered how that was going to affect them. You know, you spend all this money to open up these sports books and then everything is just shut down like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. And I think what's important to remember about sports betting in general compared to other casino games is it's a relatively low margin business. And so, 
you know, I think it's an important piece to the puzzle, but, um, you know, and certainly those investments, they want to recoup those expenses for sure. So I think that you've seen remarkable growth this year at kind of, I keep saying post pandemic, but it feels like we're, we're, we're smack dab in the middle of it again. So, you know, Q1 of this year saw record uh, revenue for gaming, $11 billion of commercial gaming revenue in the yeah. first quarter. And so we're tracking on a record year this year and consider that the first couple of months of the year, there was, everything was restricted to 50% of the people could come and the games, half the games weren't running or, you know, all of the amenities weren't available, but weren't made available to customers. And so, you know, we're, we're really seeing tremendous rebound in terms of people who not just want to bet on sports, but want to come back to the entertainment that only the industry can provide. And so it's been a really uh, encouraging uh, first half of 2021. We're joined now by Casey Clark, the senior vice president and strategic communications at the American Gaming Association here in Bed MGM tonight, Quinn Mayo, Ryan Horvat. Little Birdie told me that you live in Arlington, Virginia. So I, I'm just going to offer this on the table. Could I interest you in plus 6,600 odds for the Washington Nationals to win the World <laughs> Series? <laughs> I was actually going to ask you what, how the lines moved today with the Strasburg news. Yeah, um, uh, not 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 swell. I'll tell you that much. And we were on yeah, a we were on an yeah. upper tick until uh, Strasburg decides. Uh, I think there's some good value, but I unfortunately jumped on the Phillies the other day. Yeah, and, and that's not good for me because we don't like Bryce Harper around these parts. Ryan, you got to learn the land the lay of the land here. I'm new here, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I I, I I I'll probably throw some bad money at that at, at the <laughs> Nationals plus 6600. But yeah, you know that's because I'm a fan. So I, you know I'm doing what you shouldn't do. You know, betting with my my heart. Right, exactly. Casey, where do you see like the industry heading? Because everything obviously is blowing up right now and wagering on sports is more popular than it's ever been because, you know, like growing up, um, we'd go to AC or, you know, we would go to Las Vegas and it'd be like, okay, you got to play your season win totals. You got to play your futures. You know, while you're there, you'll play the total, you'll play the spreads. But now there's just so much more to offer. I mean, the player props, like we love them on this show. There's daily fantasy. What do you think, you know, what, what more can be done? Like, what is the future of, of sports betting? I, I, we're, we're almost in the middle of it, mm-hmm. I think, because it's such a nascent market here. We're, you know, we're really just getting started. And if you look at where more mature sports betting markets are, the the, the real action is is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, in-game prop bets and other things that that allow a fan for relatively, you know, small money and, you know, um, to just stay engaged in the content a little bit longer. And, and you know, it would make make for an interesting, you know, game 97 of a of a Tampa Bay Rays you know season or something right. because you might be you might just you know there, there's something to it and the third quarter of a blowout football game you know and so I think there's a lot of interest in that because there's clear connectivity between fan avidity and betting and you know the longer people are spending their time watching a game or engaging in that content the better it is for the teams and the leagues and so I think that you're going to see a continued increase in in-play betting, and certainly that's where a lot of the money is being invested for infrastructure to support that in stadium and elsewhere on for, for mobile. Uh, but I also think that one of the things that we talk a lot about is the importance of getting it right. You know, we yeah, could right. we could get we could get way out over our skis and and legalize this everywhere and try to create this massive marketplace and not pay attention to what we should be doing, which is ensuring consumers are 
educated about what this is and there's you know they're setting budgets they're playing with their friends they're understanding the games they're you know they're playing with licensed regulated operators like BetMGM, right i mean find the places that have the safeguards in place for consumers to do it and so we spend a lot of our time talking about responsible gaming and responsibility in gaming so that you know we're balancing out the good work and the good marketing material and, and content that's getting put out by by all these books that are that are you know being offered not just here in uh, in the DMV but all over the country. Casey, speaking of being responsible, it's my responsibility to get you down here to a Nats game with us, and we're talking about the innovation of sports gambling. Walk down to Nats Park, bring out your phone, bet right there live in Nats Park with the BetMGM app at the BetMGM Sportsbook. Casey, thank you so much for joining us. We really have to get you back on the show another time, and would love to uh, see what you sprinkle on the Nats' future, man, because I'm all in, baby. Don't we got it. this. All right. Mad Max is back. Right, well, thanks for having me on, guys. It was great to talk to you. Thanks thank so you, much, Casey. Casey. That's Casey Clark with the American Gaming Association.